traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking, because you're always looking for and finding the good. Now, how can I make the categorical statement that all the hundreds of thousands of people around the world that have tuned in to listen to the Joy of Living podcast, that every single one of you is good-looking? Because as I said, it means you're always looking for and finding the good in life. That's a definition of a good-looking person, looking for and finding the good. And I am humbled and honored that you have made the greatest investment of the greatest asset that you have, your time, to tune in and listen to The Joy of Living, because you know that on this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life, and that these three fundamentals will enable you to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? And we're going to be discussing each one of those in depth today with one of the more remarkable people I've ever had the privilege of interacting with and sharing with you. His name is Eric Lawholm. And you're, you're going to love Eric because you have to, because he knows so much and he's willing to share that knowledge with you, which again, will be to your benefit. So in this show, we discuss the three fundamentals of life, and that's what makes you happier, healthier, and wealthier. And these three fundamentals are number one, life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. And it's a good number two. You go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple example, right now this show is being covered throughout the world and listened to by, at the moment, 348,613,000 people. By the time we bring on Eric in just a few minutes, we'll be over 360,000 and you're always inviting your family and friends, so God willing, we'll be at 500,000 in just the next few months. And we urge you all to share the show with five people. That's it. I didn't say 50. I didn't say 100. Five. Because then we'll touch over a million and a half people. So here's a simple uh, acronym. WWW. Ask anybody what it stands for. I'll tell you. It has to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for 
what a wonderful world. And what a, is a word, right? W-H-E-T-A. <laughs> and of course, the tip of the hat and a big thank you to Louis Armstrong Satchmo for enabling that song, What a Wonderful World, to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And when you hear the opening bars of that song, what do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile is an acronym that stands for or seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Let me tell you a quick story. It's about me. Imagine if you can, standing up in the morning, hailing hard, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital totally, completely paralyzed from the next down. And it was not an automobile accident. It was not a spinal injury. It was a rare disease, which I never heard of the day before that took over my body and rendered me, it was called a quadriplegic. Nothing in my body moved from my neck down. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital, two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was uh, four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile. Now, I got to tell you, <laughs> I remember, it stands for seeing miracles in life every day. I just recently did a show. I had um, 1,172 people in the audience, a lot of energy, a lot of hugging, all kinds of stuff. I'm telling the story. I'm talking about seeing miracles. And some people are raising their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been here for hours. I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water, drink, food, eat, a place to sleep, family, friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simplest proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching and you're listening, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full. And Eric's going to talk about that in just a couple of minutes. But I got to tell you a quick story first. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. And she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sound the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> I know the mouth of babes, an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, CREATE is a fabulous acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. excel. It's rethinking. It's what I call a shift in perspective. Now, I've been working with people for over 42 years. And I can tell you, 97.2% of all the people I begin working with, they drop the F in shift and the other stuff happens. You got to be F and careful with your Fs. So it's just a slight shift in perspective. And guess what happens? The world opens up for you. And then you can internalize, utilize, and leverage the six most important words you'll ever learn. And these six words are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation, situation will determine your real path and your trajectory. Now, before I bring Eric on, I got to warn him and new people listening, I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word. I do it for the shock value and the fun. And, of course, the four-letter words that I use, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, 
free gift, grow, pray, play, swim. <laughs> and the four letter FU word is fun. Fun, yes, FU, capital N, capital N, two N's. So I know people right away raising and say, hey, Barry Shaw, Barry Shaw, fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N. So after the show, you have a twinkle in your eye, smile in your face, point your finger at your family and friends, say, F-U, everybody. And remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. Say, where'd you get that? I listened to Barry Shaw on the joy of living. He wants to teach the world to F-U. Capital N, capital N. So just going to bring on Eric. I just want to urge everybody. Remember, we talked about being happier, healthier, and wealthier. These two words, the two most powerful words in the English language will enable you to do that. I want you to practice them three times a day, consciously and conscientiously from now and the rest of your life. And what are they? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. So to harmonize and nurture kindness. The Dalai Lama is quoted as saying, read his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. Imagine you go into your coffee shop, order a fancy latte, some, sit down, somebody brings you and say, thank you. you. Go to the coffee shop, order your fancy latte, you sit down a few minutes, go by, nobody brings you, go to the counter, they say, I'm sorry, go, we're busy, we'll bring it. Sit down a couple more minutes, somebody brings you, still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody holds the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody slams the door on you. You say, Thank you. You're in traffic. You're late for the plane. Somebody cuts you off. You say, thank you. Get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody, anybody that inspires noble deeds that I want to share with you more than a wonderful and amazing, fabulous Eric. Eric. Please say hello to 362,913 people around the world. It is great to be with all of you. Hello, everyone from all over the world. And uh, excited, Barry, to be with you and for all of our listeners. Thank you. Wonderful, Eric. By the way, when was the last time somebody said F you to you and you laughed? Uh, I can't remember that. <laughs> okay. So you hear the introduction. You're all built up. I'm going to tell people, if I started telling you all the things that Eric has accomplished, it would take the rest of the show. So I'm going to just focus on two things because it makes a difference to everybody listening. Because everybody, everybody, no matter what you do in life, is involved in sales. Everybody, everybody involved in business. So we're going to talk to one of the leading advocates for direct, honest, capable selling and therefore increasing your business, which is really your life. So on that wonderful note, wonderful note, let's just jump in and let's talk about who you are, what you do. But more importantly, let's just focus on how it is that business people, and I remember I used the comment here that everybody is in business. How can business people generate more and better leads? Yeah, well... I think the reason I agree with you that we're all in sales is that selling is simply a style of communication that increases the likelihood that the other person says yes. So if you want to get more yeses in your life, then you can learn what can I do? How can I show up? How can I communicate in a way that motivates and inspires somebody else to say yes? So it's applicable to all of us. And I've been selling for 30 years. 
I've been teaching sales now for the last 25 years with my company. And, uh, and I love it. I love helping people understand that you can get good at it. You can get better at it. And uh, when it comes to lead generation, my favorite way to generate more leads is a strategy that I call the POI strategy. And P-R-I? Is that P as in Paul, R in Robert, I as in Isaac? Uh, P like Paul, O like Oscar, and I like Igloo. Okay, P-O-I, POI. P-O-I, and it stands for person of influence. And what it means is that everybody in the world has a network. The POI strategy is you identify another person or a company who has your target market inside of their network. And so in traditional sales, I sell one-to-one. Give me a lead. I deliver a sales presentation. They buy or they don't. Repeat, rinse, repeat. And in POI selling, I'm not selling my product or service. I'm selling somebody on them giving me access to their network by referring me, promoting me, endorsing me. And so this is a way where you can get leads in bunches. Sometimes you get five leads from the strategy, 10 leads. Sometimes you can get a hundred. Sometimes you can, believe it or not, you can get a thousand or more leads from this particular strategy. So it's kind of like you tilt your head and you look at lead generation in a different way. And that's the POI strategy. So I'm going to unpack a few things for you because I'm going to make a bold statement. Are you ready for a bold statement, Eric? I am. I not just believe, I know for a fact that I've been on this earth for 74 years and I've been in the sales arena since the age of eight. And I'll tell you why if you want to ask a little bit later. But suffice it to say that everything you're saying is true. In my humble opinion, sales is the most important, the most beneficial, the most fun that any human being can have. Because what you're doing is you're offering that which is integral to your very self. Assume, again, we're presuming that people are not cheating. All right, it's a big presumption in in certain situations. But the point is that we're talking now about us. And us is, um, I call united souls. We're working in sales. Sales is the highest possible calling, in my humble opinion. You literally can save lives in sales. You can make a difference for people in sales. And I'll tell you what my father taught me at the age of eight. He says, love me. I said, Barry, my beloved son, how do you spell business? B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. I knew that. And he says, notice something. The U comes before the I. When you place the you, the other person, the one that you want to be of benefit to before yourself, business flourishes. So I want to put that to you and say, Eric, is it true? And how can you elaborate on that? Well, a a practical application of what you're sharing is that um, a lot of people, Barry, when you said, you know, selling can be fun, they're like, what are you talking about? I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with it. And so there's a stigma to sales in our culture. And many people, business people, maybe some of you listening, look at sales as arm twisting, high pressure manipulation. You want to avoid it. Just if you're a photographer, let me just do the work. I don't want to sell it. If you're a videographer, I just want to do the work. I don't want to sell it, et cetera. And so that 
that has to do with the position of where you're coming from. You're coming from a position of resistance to sales. And so to your point, my position is selling equals service. So I come from a position, I'm going to serve whoever's in front of me all day long. And when I put my sales hat on, like I had a sales presentation earlier today and I had my sales hat on and I was serving at a group of people on a Zoom and I was serving them while I was selling them sharing with them how their life could be enhanced if they took action on my offer. And so I've shared that with thousands of people all over the world. And for some people, it creates a breakthrough because they've never thought of sales as serving. And when when we're heart-centered, we can all get behind serving. So if you show up in that way with a smile on your face and you're there to serve the audience, serve the prospect, it makes a world of difference in what shows up in your presentation. So I want to go a little deep and touch you where you exist. And I know that you're not just a heart-centered being. You're a soul-centered being. You're a churchgoer, as am I. Different churches, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) The, The essence of church is service. And I believe that what you're speaking about now and making a breakthrough for a lot of people because getting understand people all over the world, uh, I will say, go on a limb and say that most people outside the United States find the idea of sales more difficult than even people in the United States. And we're a country that is rooted in sales. Um, oftentimes, like you said, about it's pressure, it's this, and making you know, it's really about service. When you think that way and you speak that way and you act that way, it becomes real and you get across to people because you're here to be a benefit. Again, much like the head of the church or whatever the organization is. Because when you're dealing with an organization that is designed for service, which is what I consider business to be, that's why I love speaking to you. So let's talk a lot about your POI before that you mentioned, the POI person of influence. I would like you to drop some names for the next couple of minutes. Tell us some of the people that, again, may be known to people around the world that you have really connected with that are master salespeople, as it were. Tell us some of the names because you shared it with me. And I'm, I'm happy because I love these people. And I think everybody needs to hear some of them. Yeah. Well, uh, one of them, uh, is Jay Abraham. And Jay is one of the brightest marketing minds in the history of the world. And um, I have developed a friendship with him. We've done some business together. In fact, Jay just asked me recently along the lines of POI, because I'm a POI for him. I have a network in the thousands of people that are his target market. He asked me, would you market my book? He has a book launch coming out. And I said, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm happy to do that for you. And uh, so I have a relationship with Jay. Um, Brian Tracy is somebody who I've worked with in the past. Um, Tom Hopkins, legendary sales trainer. Tom and I did a joint webinar together. And Tom invited 300 of his people, introducing them to me. And so that's the POI strategy. I did the same. I introduced a bunch of my people to him and vice versa. We did a a joint collaboration. Uh, Les Brown, motivational superstar. Um, When Les had his last book come out, I promoted Les's book to my audience and sold. I didn't sell, but Les did to my audience over a thousand books to my community. 
And so I, I've built relationships with some of the biggest names in, in the motivational and marketing space and I worked really hard on those relationships and relationships in business is really what it's all about. And uh, it took a, a lot of effort to create relationships with, with those folks. And I want to just plant the seed before we go to our, our, our break. And when we take a break, by the way, we're talking about people that are offering you wonderful things. I wouldn't have them on my show. And I would urge you to endorse them and use their products and services because otherwise, uh, you know, we don't bring you what we bring you in, in the form of somebody as amazing as Eric. But just as an example, Jay Abraham, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's considered a national treasure in Japan. It would not surprise me. He has a, a truly international following. People love Jay. I love Jay. Um, it was on my my you know vision board, my dream board, if you will, to have the opportunity to work with him. And and when I got that opportunity, that I was grateful for that. And then when I got a chance to team teach with Jay, he spoke at my seminars. I've spoken at his seminars, and it was just kind of like, wow. It's kind of in awe of being able to share the stage with uh, such an amazing human being. And again, we're talking about sales as a channel of service. And speaking of a channel of service, we're going to introduce you to some sponsors. We urge you to consider using them because we have their great services. So we'll be right back with more of Amazing Eric right after this brief message. Don't go away because Eric is going to regale us with more benefits in just a bit. Be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, everybody. You know me, Barry Shore, and you know my story. Standing up in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound that night, being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. Talk about a change of life. I was faced with lots of issues, difficulties, paths forward, if there was to be one. And I'm here to tell you that finding advice from professional people makes all the difference, certainly in my life. And I would urge everybody to consider doing so in your life. And if you've ever had the opportunity to find someone or some two people that are really matched up with you, then you know it makes a difference. I urge you to consider using BetterHelp. BetterHelp, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill in a brief questionnaire, I've done it, to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. This is your opportunity to make a difference and become the best you possible. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash joy of living today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash joy of living. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash joy of living. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking, you're always looking for and finding the good. We found good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good. His name is Eric Lofholm, and we're learning about the genius of the process of embracing selling as service. 
Because when it comes that way, now you can be you and offer something of great value to people. Isn't that a wonderful way to live? Offering value to people, being of benefit. So let's just jump in and talk about this, the next process in the sales process we're talking about. And that is literally to learn to embrace sales as as a way of life. Because as I mentioned in the opening moments here, Everybody's in sales. I don't care if you consider yourself an employee or you consider you're an entrepreneur, you're a homemaker, male, female, doesn't matter. We're all in sales because we're connecting with other people. Isn't that what sales is really about? Communication, Eric? That's right. So how do we learn to embrace sales? Well, one of the, the sayings in personal development is things only have the meaning that we give them. So what does sales mean? Whatever you decide it means. So if you say it's arm twisting, it's high pressure, it's manipulation, then that will be your experience. And that will be the position that you're coming from. If you come from the position that selling equals service, then you're coming from that position. And so it's it literally is the decision that we make. And one of the things that I love doing is sharing, like I'm sharing with, with you and all of our listeners right now, about a different possibility because a lot of people have never heard of selling equal service. Like, Eric, what are you talking about? It's like, well, it's actually a way of being of how you can come from working with your prospects, working with your clients and the people that you're selling to. And so the, the mindset that we have, the ideas that we have around selling are very, very important. And one specific aspect of this, Barry, is prospecting. And when I'm reaching out, like you reaching out to me about the podcast or you or I reaching out to anybody to do business, there's that possibility that when we reach out, the other person might say no. And that fear of rejection is what holds so many people back. And so if you look at it as fear of rejection, there's that possibility. I look at it as I'm going to focus on doing the reach out and I'm going to acknowledge myself for the reach out. And then the other person's going to respond however they respond. And so that simple little thought has allowed me now to fearlessly, boldly prospect anybody. And it all comes down to the mindset and the position that we're coming from. I want to emphasize something here. Uh, One of the great acronyms that we use on the Joy of Living podcast is the word joy. (laughs) Joy stands for journey of you. So I want to discuss specifically mindset. See, everything we're talking about today, sales and business and Mindset, personal development, yes, they are all interrelated because as Eric just mentioned, it is your mindset that really directs. If you think that sales is anything other than service, well, you're the one who's giving that context. So let's take the word prospecting. Now, prospecting, again, for people outside the United States, oftentimes these things don't ring as uh, strongly as they do here in America. You think of prospecting, you think of people, let's say, go digging for gold or silver or diamonds, and that's prospecting. In other words, that's what you're doing. You are here to find treasure. And the best way to find treasure is to be a treasure hunter and a treasure giver. So I am privileged to tell you, wonderful Eric, that I have a, a good friend who uh, created a, a very wonderful company. It's called BNI, and people want to look it up; they can. It's so his name is Dr. Ivan Meisner, and he built an organization on a similar situation we're talking about, which is two words: givers gain. 
giver's gain. In other words, are you out there to be a go-getter? You can become a go-giver. And when the mindset is, I'm here to give, what am I giving? I'm giving the best product, best service, the best possible me, then guess what? <laughs> the world becomes a better place. Who doesn't want to, when you get up in the morning and say, what do you do? I say, I'm a giver. Well, what does that mean? Okay, now you create a conversation with people. So I'd like you to speak about that as a mechanism of embracing sales. Like you said, it's the mindset. What do you do? wonderful Eric, to make sure that that which you're offering people is of the giving mentality. Well, one of the things that I learned from Jay Abraham is, is the power of free. And uh, free overcomes the objection, I don't have the money, because there is no money exchange <laughs> when it's offered for free. And so I just did a, um, a planning class, and I opened it up for anybody in my community if they want to come and spend a couple hours with me and work on their goals for the, you know, the upcoming quarter. And so people came, I gave them this great experience in this particular case, we didn't make an offer. There was nothing that we said, okay, now that you did this here, buy this, we just, we just did it. <laughs> we just poured into them. And so out of doing that, it creates social currency and social right. currency is a real thing. So it's like cash or stocks or equity in real estate, but it's called social currency. And probably the, the wealthiest social currency human being that I know is Jay Abraham. And so he's just out giving to people. And when he spoke at my event, Barry, he spoke at my event for free. His keynote fee is 50 grand. He waived his keynote fee for me. He didn't sell anything. He didn't lead capture. Nothing wrong with that. He just did that for me. And it's like, why are you doing that for me? That's what makes him him. He's he's creating social currency everywhere he goes. And I've learned so much from Jay. And so I have a similar mindset. It's like, where could I go and give? And when I'm giving, I'm creating that social currency. I'm a social currency multimillionaire. It's not money I can spend in a, like a bank account, but it's value I've created with all kinds of people all over the world. And it's a way of thinking of I'm actually getting value when I'm giving to another human being and it's served me well and it's opened up all kinds of amazing doors for me. One very, very brief story is Les Brown walked me into the get motivated circuit. And I was a speaker for about six months on the get motivated circuit because Les Brown walked me in there. I think that happened because of social currency. So it's just amazing when we just show up in the, in that spirit of giving. And that is the essence of what is happening, in my humble opinion, with the the shift. Remember I told you, you got to keep that F in place so the other stuff happens. With the shift in the positive aspects of social media, there is no geography anymore. There is no barrier. And if you arrive in the world as a giver, what I call a cog, a channel of goodness, well, guess what happens? You're a channel of goodness. You're a giver. And by definition, things have to happen. You don't even have to think, well, I'm giving, so it's quid pro quo, and I'm looking to receive, because that's that doesn't open up the channels. That's not social currency. That's social stinginess. <laughs> social currency is, I'm here to serve. I'm here to give. The good Lord knows what he's doing. He takes care of everything. 
or she, whatever you want to call. <laughs> the point is, you can't go wrong. Here's something else that uh, I work with when I do teach people, especially new people, and that is the following. If you are in this world of the mindset that you and I and Jay and Les and, and uh, Tommy and uh, Tommy, <laughs> Tom Hopkins and Brian Tracy are in that this world, you cannot fail. I'm going to say it again. You cannot fail. It's not possible. You might not always succeed in the way you want to do, but you cannot fail. Something else could happen because that's the genius of the world of the mindset of giving. So let's now go and talk about this ability to embrace that and say, wow, what a way to live. Because that's what you do every morning, right? Yeah, well, when we embrace sales, um, it's, it's huge when you're with somebody. So when I'm delivering my sales presentation today and I embrace selling and I'm there to serve, now I can show up. I, I like to think about life as, this is the, and I'm holding my hand up here at, above my head, the highest expression of me. And then there's the lowest expression of me. Highest expression of me, most loving, most caring, most productive, lowest expression. You know, I'm critical. I'm criticizing other people. I'm unproductive. I'm lazy. And so when we're selling, if we're in a resistance around sales, we're, there's no way to operate at your highest expression of yourself. <laughs> Right. So if you, I'm there today selling with my servant hat on, and I'm ex, I'm in that you know up to the top of my highest expression of myself, which is that's where you want to be when you're selling. That's where you want to be when you're asking for the order, asking for the money. Powerful and confident, clearly communicating the benefits. So what we're talking about is how do you access that? And if you have resistance to sales, it's kind of like going into a relationship, being afraid of commitment you're not going to create the most loving relationship with your partner if you, <laughs> if you come from a position of I'm afraid of commitment. So we're talking well, there's about- There's no partner. There's, there's no partner. It's, it's there you another go. thing. You're going to sabotage it. You're, you're going to act in a way that's going to repel them. And so in selling, it's the same. You know, we have an energy to us. People pick up what's happening energetically with us and a lot of people get like real weird when it comes to asking for the money because they go into that lower frequency, like their presentation's pretty good. It's up here. And then they ask for the money and then down here. And of course the other person can pick up on that. And the person selling, they can, they know what they're doing. They know they're not operating at the level that they, they could. And so, I mean, I have, I've had to work with a lot of coaches to learn how do you tap into that higher frequency consistently? And this is what, you know, people that are performing, peak performing at a high level consistently, that's what they've learned to do is it's really tapping into that piece. And it, it's a very incredibly powerful way of being. So let's talk about the money because you're right. People think that, well, I can, I, I have this great presentation. I, I know my stuff. I'm very good at it. the photographer, the videographer, but in quotation marks, the artists, and yet when it comes to asking for the money, well, that's not, that's not me. Well, yes, and if you don't want to eat, that's up to you. Uh, what I learned from Tommy Hopkins, by the way, and Jay Abraham, and I was, um, I must tell you, I'm honored to say this. I learned also from Tommy Hopkins' uh, mentor, Jay Douglas Edwards. And he would say something that was so shocking. I learned this when I was 17, no, 18. It was shocking. 
but it was still true because it took me two years to understand it. And that is when you're making a presentation and you're, you're really relating with someone and they understand there's a yes and you go through it and you ask those yes questions, et cetera, et cetera, the natural result must be that the sale will be consummated and that money just becomes a natural part of it. It's a natural process. And if you're not doing that, then you're really not connecting with the other person. You, it, it, it can't be that all of a sudden everybody says yes. And they say, now that's, of course, that's $15,000 over the next six months for the wait a minute, I never thought of that. <laughs> That's because the presentation wasn't proper. It has to be a natural result of what you're doing. And therefore, it's gentle. It's loving. It's, a, it's embracing. Remember, you just said embracing sales. To me, embracing means love, caring. Isn't that what you mean by embracing, right? Yeah. Yep. And so it's natural. Okay. Everybody knows it's money. So my father taught me, I told you the first time he taught me eight years old about business. The second time he taught me something, I was 14. And it's a great story that goes with it, but I won't mention it at the moment. But he said, uh, when you're giving value, by definition, it doesn't matter what the price is. <laughs> it's the value. If it's perceived to be great value, that's all you just say. This is what it is. And again, Tommy Hopkins, and Jay Douglas Edwards, and Jay Abraham, when you ask that closing question, you shut up. <laughs> Do you remember that line? Are you familiar with that? Yeah, you know, ask for the order to be silent because there's – what happens in communication is that there's silence. Like if all of a sudden I stop talking and Barry stopped talking, we would both feel an energy pulling us to fill the silence. So – if you ask for the order at the end, are you ready to move forward? And you're silent, you're going to be pulled to fill the silence. And they are. But if you train yourself, don't speak. Then even though you're being pulled to, to fill the silence, you're, you train, I'm not speaking. They are going to fill the silence. And so it's a very simple principle of just energy. And that that's the science behind it. It's very powerful. In my humble opinion, I think it's the most powerful part of, the business process called sales. Most people think that the best salesperson is the one who, hey, if I get a deal for you, step right up here and let me tell you what it's all about. I'm gonna that's not sales, that's a hustle. Okay, you, sometimes you can speak fast and have fun and do that. And I have a friend who happens to be, by the way, now he's 92, uh, made a very large amount of money by being one of the most quiet low-key, but capable people you've ever met. He happened to be in the investment world. And his greatest technique was silence. Because mm -hmm. he was the only people who were going to invest X, whether it was 500000 or, in one case, $500 million. The money, The number was not the issue. Yeah. That's another interesting thing about salespeople that I have found, and I'd like you to speak to this if you would. Oftentimes people, um, without pointing a finger, but let's just say a videographer, and let's say that the particular uh, event or something is uh, $3,600. Well, it may be that the videographer couldn't afford to do that on his or her own. So it's hard to think of somebody else spending that kind of money. Or if it was 13,000 
or 19,000. In other words, if you're not capable of putting yourself in understanding that somebody else could afford that which you're talking about, which may be a large number, then it's difficult for you to do that and you get uncomfortable. So let's talk about the ability to shift out of discomfort into comfort, no matter the situation, no matter the amount of money. Well, what's coming to my mind is a couple things. One is that it's not about really about the price of your product or service. It's about the value that the other person is going to receive. And that value is, is not necessarily set in stone. Um, if you're a financial advisor and you're helping somebody who's worth $100 million or you're helping somebody that's worth $100,000, the value that you can deliver is very different based on their situation. So if you can, in the body of your presentation, really work on bringing the benefits to life and getting the prospect connected to what is the value so you can justify, okay, this is the fee. I'm going to deliver this level of value to you. This is what the fee is going to be. There, there's that piece of it. And then there's this other thing that we have a core set of ideas that likely got put in our subconscious at age four, five, six, or seven, and we're living into those ideas. So if I live into the idea, I don't deserve to be paid what I'm worth, or for living into the idea, I'm uncomfortable talking to people, or we're living into the idea, um, I'm not good enough. And so okay, those thoughts came into our head when we were four, five, six, or seven. Well, now we're grown adults and now we have access to personal development. And so one of the most powerful things I've ever learned is how do you go in and surgically remove those thoughts and get rid of, like for me, one of my thoughts was people, I don't fit in. And then I had a mentor teach me how to replace that with people love spending time with me. So instead of walking into a party, well, I, want, I want to put you on pause for a moment. Okay. Because this was this is a value just delivered that is a hundred carat polished diamond. I want you to repeat exactly what you said because I think it is not just endemic to you, Eric. I think this is common for many people. Can you repeat it, please? What was your initial idea? The idea was I don't fit in. And I created that thought in my head from the way I was raised because I didn't feel I fit in with my own family. So then I moved out on my own and then I created my own family because I got married and had kids and I wasn't living with my, my family anymore, but I was still living. The, I never knew that thought could be removed and replaced. And it was self-limiting. What was the thought? I'm, I don't fit in. Isn't that self-limiting? Absolutely. It's self-limiting. And I was operating as if it was what's so, and it wasn't what's so, it was a story. And so when I was talking to my coach about it, he was like laughing at me like, Eric, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You don't fit in. You got a Rolodex as not the most deep Rolodex on the planet, but it's pretty deep, Barry. Like you, I know a lot of people. And he's like, that's ridiculous. That thought he wasn't making fun of me. He was helping me realize it was a thought from a seven-year-old kid and it was no longer my reality, but I was still operating in that thought. And so I used to operate in the thought of I'm not an investor. And I thought about it. This is in my forties. And I thought, if I keep living into the thought, I'm not an investor, I'm going to be broke <laughs> at retirement <laughs> age. So 
I need. I just pulled out the word not, and I said, okay, I'm not an investor. No, I, I am an investor. So now I invest, and all of a sudden, my net worth started taking off by changing a core foundational idea in my head. And so I've done a lot of work on this, and we we might have. Let's hold on. Let's go pause on that. No, because people do love spending time with you, Eric, as do I. And other people, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are enjoying this. They love spending time with Eric. And they love spending time with our sponsors, which we urge you to use to your advantage because we wouldn't have them on if they didn't. And we'll be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. Good day, everybody. Oh, something special for you. Amazing. Sometimes a great notion comes into the world and changes, causes a shift that benefits everyone. Isn't that wonderful? Everyone benefits. This time it's called Einstein Cares. That's right, like Albert Einstein. EinsteinCares.com. E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N-C-A-R-E-S. EinsteinCares.com. Go there and sign up to be aware of when the site launches. Because guess what this site is all about? Its mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. And it's based upon something everybody loves to do. Shop, have fun, give money at no cost. Go to EinsteinCares.com. That's EinsteinCares.com. And register now so that when the site launches, you will be amongst the first to know about it. So you can shop, earn money, and give money at no cost. What a wonderful world to even be thinking about these things. EinsteinCares.com. Do it today. You'll thank me. And you know you love thanking me. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. If you're good-looking, you're always looking for and finding the good. Have we found good? Is this amazing? Talk about value. Look what you're learning. You can replace a paradigm that you learned when you were a kid, which is self-limiting, into something expansive just by changing a word. As an example, Eric said he used to think, I'm not an investor. And he (laughs) took out one word. He became his own surgeon. And he surgically removed that word. And he said, I am an investor. I am an investor. And guess what? He's an investor. And by definition, investor making him money. So let's, in our few minutes remaining here, let's talk about how you actually, I'm going to say this, you ready for this one, Eric? Yeah. How you closed the sale on you. Because that's really what you did. You had to sell yourself on yourself. I'm making this. I'm saying this. Yeah, I I learned something studying Warner Earhart, uh, who started S and now it's Landmark, and he has some videos up on YouTube, and I really, I really respected and admired his ideas. And so one of the YouTube videos, he's talking about this idea called "Sit with it, be with it." And so you just take a thought like, "I'm not an investor," so I'm operating my whole life with that thought, and then you just sit with it and go, "Is that true?" And then you go, could I be an investor? If I was to be an investor, how would I become an investor? And you just kind of like keep looking at it from all these different angles. And then you realize 
I can go read a couple of investment books. I could go get a financial advisor. I can do this. <laughs> and so then I just, it opened up this whole new way of thinking for me. And I also learned that I could declare things and just choose it. Like I'm the world's greatest husband, not as a comparison. I'm not comparing myself to all the other husbands in the world saying I'm better than you. Because I am the world's greatest husband. But yeah, I show up as that for my wife. Right. And so because I show up for that as, as for my wife, my wife, she'll text me and she'll say, my king. Well, I like that. I like my wife calling me that. Well, in order for her to call me that, I got to be that, right? So if I'm the world's greatest husband, then it causes her to want to do nice things for me, to want to be loving towards me. So we have a great relationship in large part to who am I being so she would want to be that way for me. I still get her flowers. I still write her love notes, even though we've been married for many, many years. And that's a choice that any husband could make. And it's not just as a husband or as an investor or as a business person. Uh, it's with our fitness. It's with our spiritual walk. It's with, we get to decide. Some people will, they'll declare, you know, I'm distant from God. That's their, that's their declaration. It's like, okay, then you're going to live into that idea. What, why don't you say, I'm more connected with God than I've ever been in my whole life. And then you live into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many, we have so much choice because who controls our thoughts? We do. <laughs> We're the ones in charge of this thing. So the thoughts are what's driving the bus of our lives. And when we change our thinking, we change our lives. And still with it, be with it to me was a really profound thing. So as I, I'm saying to you, you created value for this wonderful being named Eric and recognized there are certain things that you wanted to be. And guess what? You offered the service to, to Eric, got him to say yes, and got him to agree, and you closed the sale because you showed him the value. It's much better in life to be the partner of a great marriage and be called the king than the other way. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> so you see that closing the sale is really a key element in life. Again, we started all this. Remember, I said the six most important words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation. It's um, This is just so wonderful. I want to go back to something that Jay said about that you taught because it's, it's so true. The power of free. <laughs> it's about offering people what we're doing here. I'm going to urge everybody. You want to know something, everything about Eric? And there's so much to know. Just go to my site, barryshore.com, www. What a wonderful world, barryshore.com. Everything about Eric is there. You can access his free um, call that he does on Mondays and all the stuff that he has available because it's all good for you. That's what it's all about. This is for you. Remember, this show is not about Eric, wonderful fellow that he is, or Barry, the fabulous guy. It's about you. You're becoming the best you because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. Uh, Eric, I'm only sorry to say this, that at this moment, we're coming to the close of our moments together for this session. And I'm going to have, I asked you three questions. Are you ready for three questions? I am. Okay, here we go. First question is, will you come back again? I'd love to. Okay, thank you. Number two, and you only have 80 seconds to answer this question, Eric. 
What is your most fervent desire? You know, for me, I I just, I, I love what we're doing here. I love teaching and I love sharing with people. I'm a born teacher. Nobody taught me how to teach. So I love sharing ideas where it just clicks in somebody's mind and they have this epiphany or this breakthrough. And so that that gives me a tremendous amount of joy. And joy, of course, is the journey of you. Every single person listening, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of you around the world in the most diverse places around the world, everybody's from Pakistan to communist China, to India to Uruguay to Argentina to any place in the United States, everybody's listening. And I hope and trust that you're leaning in because that's really what this is about. And what we're going to do right now, the third question is, may I give you a hug in front of 368,219 people around the world? Of course. Okay, let me tell you what HUG stands for. Ready, okay. everybody? Heartfelt, unlimited giving. Here we go, on the count of three. One, two, three. Uh-huh. <laughs> And this, of course, is the Joy of Living podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore, and our amazing guest, Eric Lofholm. And you've been learning today about how to deliver value to yourself, to your clients, and to all people you meet. Because everybody, everybody is in the business of business and sales. And the genius of this is that if you use the three fundamentals of life, you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Well, these three fundamentals, remember life, your life has purpose. You lead a purpose-driven life, you go MAD. MAD is a great acronym that stands for make a difference. And the third is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. When you do that, you'll be happier, healthier, wealthier. Remember the great one? It's called WWW. What a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create, causing rethinking. That's what Eric's been talking about, rethinking, enabling all to excel. You create a shift in your perspective. You got to keep the F in place so the other stuff happens. Create that shift in perspective, and now you can internalize, utilize, and leverage the six most important words that you'll ever learn, which are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation. Learn to use four-letter words, the ones that we use, positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant ones. Love, life, hope, free, give, pray, play, swim. And don't. And what I'd like you to do is to tell everybody that you know, F you, capital N, capital N, because when you do that with a smile on your face, a twinkle in your eye, you're going to get their attention. Say, what are, what are you talking about? Where'd you get this? I listen to Barry Shore, The Joy of Living. He wants to teach the world to F you. Now you can open up a conversation and you can begin to discuss what we've talked about here today, which Eric has been sharing with us about the ability to understand who you are and be a deliverer of, of benefit to the world. And that is the best way to live. And that's called sales. That's the ultimate selling. Selling from your being and selling yourself, reshifting your mindset. And when you do that, everything else goes better for you. Become happier, healthy, and wealthier, especially when you use the two most powerful words in the English language. And they are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, Dancer, to harmonize and nurture kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. So our blessing from Eric and Barry is go forth. Live exuberantly. 
spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Eric, don't go away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends, too. See you on the next episode. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.